they were. I can take them or leave them. We fought side by side in both lots. They did as much good as harm, and I hope they'll say as much about you. He slid his empty glass towards Hogg, impelling it as though it were a child's matchbox ten-ton truck. Similar, sir? asked Hogg, barman's pride pushing through the fluster. Now I'll try one of theirs. If the Yanks run this place, then they'll likely know what's what. Hogg didn't get that. What they call bourbon, that bottle there with a nigger on it. Hogg measured out a double slug of old Rastus. With branch water, said this customer. Hogg filled a little pig-shaped jug from a tap. He rang up the money and said, They wouldn't have false pretenses, that being their policy, as you might say. There he said that customers like things genuine in the States, and it's got to be the same here too, so it had to be a hog. The customer as though testing his neck for fracture, swivelled his head slowly, taking in Piggy's sty. It was one of many whimsically named bars in this tall but thin hotel, London's new pride. This bar and the Wessex saddleback, where at this moment there were a lot of thick-necked Rotarians sweating on to charred gristle, made up nearly the whole of the tenth floor. You could see much of autumn London from the windows of the bar, on which artificial trotter prints were like a warning. You could see an ape architecture of office blocks, the Pewter River, trees that had scattered order paper leaves all about Westminster, rain and his god like babes in the wood, the dust of shattered Whig residences thrown by the wind. But this customer looked only on the frieze of laughing, tumbling porkers, the piggy banks with broken saddles to make ashtrays, little plastic troughs with plastic chrysanthemums in them. He turned back to Hogg, to nod at him in grudging admiration, as though he, Hogg, had made all this. "'Closing now, sir,' said Hogg. "'One for the road, sir.' "'You wouldn't catch them daring to take the mic out of my name,' said the customer. He now winked pleasantly at Hogg. "'Not that I'd give them the chance. A man's name is his own.' He laid a finger to his nose, as though to cool the inflammation which Hogg's stepmother had used to call Harry Syphilis, winking still. Catch me! He smirked as though his name was something he had won and was going to hug greedily to his chest till he got home. I'll have some of our own now, after that nigger stuff. A wee drappy. Och, aye. There's a wee wifey waiting. Hogg daringly poured scotch into the glass that had held bourbon. John had his eyes on his two leaving customers. Electric shepherds, said one of these, a man who might well be a pig farmer, and yet had not seemed really at home in Piggy's sty. It'll come to that, I dare say. He was with a man in clerical grey, etiolated as by a life of insurance. They both nodded at Spanish John, and then went out. John showed them a baroque shrine of golden teeth, and said, Zintleman. Then he picked up their glasses, and brought them to the counter for Hogg to wash. Hogg looked on him with hate. "'But what I say is,' said the one customer left, "'it's an insult to the name of your old dad. "'That's the way to look at it.' He descended his stool with care. John bowed and bowed, his gob all bits of fractured doubloon. The customer grunted, dived into his trouser pocket, and brought up a half-crown. This he gave to John. To Hogg he gave nothing.' 
John bowed and bowed, bearing deeper and deeper gold deposits. Hogg said, Actually, it was my mother's. Eh? The customer squinted at him. What I mean is, Hogg was my mum's name, not my dad's. I don't come in here, said the customer, to have the piss took. A certain lowness was coming out now. You watch it. Hogg sulked. He had gone too far again, and this horrible John had, as before, been a witness. But Hogg had spoken truth. Hogg had been the maiden name of that barely imaginable sweet woman singing passing by to her own accompaniment. Banksia and McCartney and Witcherena vainly opposing their sense to hers through the open French window. His father owing out the smoke of a passing cloud while he listened. His father had been called, I like a laugh, same as the next one, but watch it, that's all.